Hello, and welcome to another episode of uh, ISACA Podcast. Uh, my name is Chris McGowan. I'm the Principal Information Security Principal here at ISACA. Joining me today is GP from Adobe. Uh, today, we're going to talk about delivering security value to product teams using the power of data. Welcome, GP. How are you doing? Hi, Chris. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Hey, if you don't mind, can you tell our uh, audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I grew up in India, uh, so I'm an immigrant. And growing up in India, actually, I had an uncle who lived uh, in the U.S. and worked in tech. So when he was visiting and I was 13, I was really influenced by him. And at, at 13, I had these life goals set out that I wanted to move to America, work in tech, live in Fremont, and buy a Honda Civic. So uh, joining Adobe, uh, so I joined Adobe right after grad school, uh, checking off that uh, second box on the life goals. And I've actually been fortunate to be at Adobe for uh, 10 years now. Um, and it's been an amazing company and I lead the adversary intelligence team now. Before this, I was an individual contributor and I worked in application security. Nice, so did you ever get that Honda Civic? No, not yet. I'm. I'm. I'll eventually get there. I still don't live in Fremont. I live in San Francisco, but I'm uh, halfway there. I still got some time, I think. I've owned one back in the day, but yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, so what's it like um, coming straight from college and just joining straight into you know a company, and that's just been your road so far? Yeah. So when I actually joined Adobe, I got a more regular computer science degree. We did not have specialized cybersecurity programs back then. So as I was about to graduate, there were these anonymous hacks going on. And as I'm completing my computer science degree, I realized that even though I knew how computers work and I could write my own operating system, there were still some really interesting things that could be done with computers that I wasn't aware of. So I actually started ordering books off of Amazon about cybersecurity and just started reading them and eventually landed this job at Adobe Security. Wow, that's that's amazing, actually. A lot of people you find that come straight out of college start like a, uh, like a starter job and then get some experience um, and then move on to a more, you know, a different kind of speciality or whatever in the tech world, at least. Yeah, the options were be a developer and do bug fixes for three years or join a security role and actually start making an impact right away. So I chose the latter. Well, well, good for you. So today we're going to talk about product teams using power for data. So uh, to jump right into that, can you give us a little background on your team and uh, on and what really adversary intelligence means? Yeah, so it's uh, one of the more emerging things in uh, security. It isn't like a, a program that most companies have. So uh, our team was actually bootstrapped in March 2022, so last year, uh, to bring more adversary awareness to our security program. So uh, at Adobe, we've always been really good at knowing how our products work. So off the top of my head, I can explain to you how our identity stack works, how our API gateways work, how our compute platforms work, but we did not have a really good understanding of who our adversaries were. What were they doing? 
Why were they coming after us? So our team was basically bootstrapped to bring more of that adversary empathy and adversary awareness so that we can be more focused on likely adversary behavior and prioritize that first. Because if, you, if you're just inward looking, you're going to find all this large sample space of things that can go wrong. And knowing adversaries, you can figure out the small chunk of it that is likely going to be the things that adversaries will do. So it, it helps us prioritize those things better. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point because, I mean, in my experience uh, years ago, because I, I did a lot of this work for like 20 plus years um, within the U.S. military, and a lot of time it's it's like there's not a lot of proactive. It's a lot of like reactive. Something bad happened, what are we going to do? Instead of like trying to, I almost think of it as like, it's psychological, like what, why and what are the bad guys going to do? How do they think? What are they, you know, you have to kind of think like a bad guy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, mostly when people use intelligence, they use it in their incident response systems, where they're trying to collect all of those indicators of compromise to make sure we're blocking bad IP addresses and domain names and whatnot. Uh, we're actually part of product security at Adobe. So from the beginning, proactively, we're thinking about adversaries, what their goals are, how they're behaving, so that we can build that resiliency proactively. I think that's amazing, to be honest. When it comes to like uh, security teams, I mean, in the past, it's like, I mean, the way I thought of it when I did the job, it's like, um, okay, I'm in charge of making sure this whole network or organization is secure. But when it comes to the end user or the customer, I would always think, you know, like, oh, I have to make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do. So is 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 it better to treat them like... Um, like a customer, more, you know, more, you know what I'm saying, more personal yeah. with them? Yeah, no, it's actually one of my pet peeves. So a lot of times what happens is you get this subculture in security where security people start to think of the product teams as like people who don't get security and like constantly need to be reprimanded for it and whatnot. Thankfully at Adobe, we haven't really had any of those issues. And uh, we actually, like when we think of our product teams at Adobe, our security organization actually thinks of them as customers that we're supposed to deliver some value to. So, and I think that also uh, helps us not get complacent because product teams, if you're delivering them value, if you're treating them as customers, um, you will know when they're using your stuff versus not. And if you are always on your high horse, like wagging your finger at them saying, you're not fixing your bugs on a timely manner and whatnot, that relationship just doesn't become, doesn't stay very collaborative and effective. So the way we like to think about this is Adobe security and Adobe product engineering teams are collaborators and we're here to work together to bring value to our customers. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100% because I, you know, in hindsight, I used to work um, <clears throat> in like a blue team environment and we go to assessments in different places. And every time we walked in the room, everyone was like, oh, here we go. Instead yeah. of it, but we kind of had that, I, I hate to say arrogance about us to where like, yeah, we're going to find all the things that are wrong instead of trying to help them 
you know, realize what's wrong so that it can be fixed instead of like, you've done this wrong. What's wrong with, you know, you know, swinging that stick rather than like trying to help them. Yeah. And I think as human beings, we're really good at figuring out when people are actually trying to help us and when they're actually just there to like do their bit and they're not really interested in the actual outcome. So I, I feel like that, um, that empathy for the products and really trying to view them as uh, entities we're supposed to help uh, really works out well uh, in that regard. Yeah, I think, I mean, think about it. Any situation in life, if you're more understanding and, you know, able to have a conversation with somebody, a lot of people more susceptible to take on what you're saying and understand and believe in what you're trying to do and help them. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I would say that like uh, Adobe has this really amazing culture where you look better when you make other people look better instead of pointing fingers. So I feel like from the beginning, Adobe, like as a company, has set this really amazing culture that's helping the security organization also succeed in that regard. Well, that's great, man. That's great. I hope more companies take that on. Yeah. So um, when it comes to... Um, Entrepreneurship, does that play a, a role in what you're trying to do on your team? Yeah, so um, the entire Silicon Valley, if you think about it, right, like this place was built on entrepreneurship and engineering. So I feel like that uh, flame needs to be kept alive. And um, honestly, our executives also, I was recently listening to a podcast that our CEO Shantanu did, and he was talking about that, like we need to keep that flame of entrepreneurship going uh, within the company. And whenever I talk to like some of our other executives, like Dana Rao, he's always very focused on, okay, how can we continue to innovate and be entrepreneurial? And we try to bring that into the security org also. So I personally, like in the last eight months or so, have gone through a lot of entrepreneurship specialization classes, I even completed some curriculum with the startup accelerator called Y Combinator. So um, you always have to evolve and grow with the times and learning these entrepreneurial ideas and bringing them into smaller uh, teams within large companies, I feel is uh, really impactful and really powerful. And this entrepreneurial spirit um, can really make a huge difference in even fairly large companies. Adobe is changing the world through digital experiences. Great experiences have the power to inspire, transform, and move the world forward. And every great experience starts with creativity. Creativity is in our DNA, and the future belongs to those who create. Our game-changing innovations are redefining the possibilities of digital experiences. We connect content and data and introduce new technologies that democratize creativity, shape the next generation of storytelling, and inspire entirely new categories of business. Making these great experiences requires trust. At Adobe, we're committed to protecting the security, privacy, and availability of our products, systems, and data, so you can deliver trusted experiences every day. You can learn more about our efforts on the Adobe Trust Center.
so how is Adobe using your team to like get ahead of the adversary? Like what, what, what exactly are you guys doing to, to try and like get ahead of it? Yeah, there's a, uh, there's three primary capabilities that, uh, my team owns. So, um, I think let's maybe focus on the first one, which is uh, CyberTrail. So this is the platform that we've set up to exchange data between Adobe security and our products. So we try to find interesting data sets that we can provide to our product teams that they can ingest and utilize and get ahead of adversaries fairly quickly. So an example of this is uh, we recently shared with them all of the leak credentials that exist in adversary ecosystems. So uh, account security is a common uh, vector that adversaries use, like adversaries just love credentials uh, of all types. So uh, account security uh, can be a problem area where there are these marketplaces where adversaries can just go buy these leak usernames and passwords and then use those to break into uh, accounts. So what my team was able to do was uh, partner with an external entity and get all of these leak credentials that exist in the these marketplaces. So I was actually really amazed to hear there are around 40 billion total leak usernames and passwords that exist in these ecosystems. And if you're looking at unique ones, there's around 8.8 .8 billion of those. So there's like this huge treasure trove of leak credentials out there that adversaries can buy and break into accounts. So my team was able to get all of these, share it with our identity team, and we were able to proactively reset the accounts and protect our uh, customers. Yeah, I think that's absolutely amazing because one of the, the biggest problems is, you know, us in the security field, we understand and, you know, and know, you know, all the vulnerabilities we know, all the stuff going on, all the data that you're talking about, but being able to share it with, you know, the product folks um, to proactively, as you said, correct things. I mean, I've been preaching for years. We got to find a way to do things proactively because once a breach happens or whatever happens, I mean, you're kind of behind the curve at that point. Yeah, and even in terms of like economics and resource utilization, reactive firefighting is always going to draw away from your ability to uh, utilize resources to make proactive changes. So uh, again, I think at Adobe Security, we're really fortunate that our business has continued to invest in security, even in these really tough macroeconomic climate. So every day, like I wake up when I'm coming into work, the primary thought in my head is, how do we continue to deliver value to the business for the investment they are continuing to make in security? Yeah, I mean, the only way, in my opinion, to be successful in what we do is to not just come to work and do your job. You have to come to work with the passion and you have to have that drive to continue to learn and everything else. I say it all the time um, to be able to just keep going because this this field is not slowing down and I don't think it ever will. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's the if it was like a like a, a simple deterministic state problem, like if it was if you fix these five things, everything is fine. It's not really that problem because we are up against adversaries who are going to continue to change their behaviors over time. 
it, it is a constantly evolving thing that we can never really like um, uh, take our eye off the ball. Yeah, I agree. Um, so we we talked a little bit about uh, what what you did when it comes to the uh, user accounts. Is there is there any other uh, reactions from uh, the product teams and whatnot on on your yeah. team? Yeah, it was actually super interesting because um, generally, like when uh, uh, security teams are interacting with products, like the general flow of information is, here are your bugs. Please fix your bugs. Why haven't you fixed your bugs? Uh, we did not actually approach our identity team in that manner. We went to them and said, hey, we have all these leak credentials. Do you want them? And they were like, yep. And then they had to do a bunch of engineering work to make sure they were able to ingest them appropriately. Zero pushback, no program management help. The stuff just happened. So it was super interesting to see that when you actually come to your products with a value proposition, the level of resistance just is non-existent. They, it goes away. Stuff just moves. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I remember in the past, it was really hard, you know, pulling teeth to get information from folks because they were more worried about what you were going to say or how you were going to judge whatnot on their, you know, security practices and whatnot. Yeah, and it goes back to that Adobe culture point we talked about earlier. Like that empathy is there. The relationships are there. Like, I have 10 years of trust with all of Adobe's products. Like, I know most of the folks on a first-name basis. So, um, it just, that just makes it a lot easier. Like, trust makes things move faster. So, I mean, we talked about all the great things. Is, is there been any challenges that your team has faced? Uh, just the usual big company stuff that you see in most places, like, Procurement processes take a little bit of time. You like go ask for permission from like a bunch of people. And then when you do something, you realize that you forgot a couple of people and they're a little bit unhappy with you, but no major things, just your usual like company stuff. Just trying to get people to adhere to something new. Like it, change is, is a little different. Yeah, change is always uh, a little bit complicated. And I think like, uh, we're fairly like as this as a collective security org we're fairly good at communicating and uh just keeping people informed but i've actually been really surprised with how well everyone's accepted a new capability in the company and how excited and welcoming everyone has been um, to bring newer things into the adobe security arsenal yeah, that's great that's great I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes in the future um so to follow on to that, um, how did you guys manage to start this team and grow it to what it is now? Yeah, so uh, I have to give a lot of credit to uh, our uh, VP of product security uh, from last year, Shannon Leeds. So Shannon was my boss uh, until recently, and she's the one who really brought this adversary focus into Adobe. We knew our products inside and out. And I remember like early conversations with Shannon where we'd go to her with, hey, Shannon, there's this problem. This is how we can fix it. And she would look at our face and go, GP, which adversary are you worried about here? 
And I just would shrug my shoulders. And like, now I'm the person who goes to people and says, which adversary are you worried about? So uh, I really have to thank Shannon for bringing that mindset in. And even our new um, uh, CSO Martin, Ben Hornbeek, he is also a huge proponent of having good adversary empathy and adversary understanding. So I would say that uh, a lot of executive support and a lot of really good partners, both in security and in Adobe products and legal, they've really made it uh, easy for us to bootstrap a new capability, which can be really hard. Well, that's amazing. So uh, GP, before we go, is there anything final you want to share with our audience? Um, I think the, the, the big takeaway I would uh, say is try building more empathy and trust with your product teams, that will make things move a lot better than this um, somewhat contentious or confrontational relationship that can sometimes exist between security teams and uh, products. Like ultimately, we're in this together towards a common goal. So the more trust and partnership there is between security and products, uh, the better it is going to be for your company. Yeah, I agree. It, it doesn't work unless everybody is on the same page, right? Yep. Trust is very important. Like Once you build trust, everything else just moves. Well, sadly, it's time to end this podcast. Uh, GP, thanks for joining me. Um, like I always say at the end of most of the podcasts I do, um, I definitely learned something today. And I think it's a, it's a very good thing for all of us to take on board uh, what we talked about today and then try and, you know, instill these things in whatever organization you work for. So thanks for joining me. Until next time. Yeah. Thank Bye. you, Chris, for having me. Yeah. Thank thanks, you. GP. Bye -bye.